0: Traveler, we're live from the apocalypse.
1: Hello. Welcome to Academy Age. My name is... Jamie. And I play... Danny Carseat. We are a live role-play game of a bunch of dysfunctional teenagers and potentially one time-stricken immortal who are using their superpowers for the greater good, protecting the world, and also going through what can only be described as all of the emotions, all the time, always. We are also a not-for-profit tabletop podcast, so what that means is that we like to help support causes, and right now we are supporting the First Nations Development Institute, Any help you would be able to throw their way in any way, shape, or form would be greatly appreciated. Don't give money to us. Give money to them. If you're listening to this on the day of release, you can catch us tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, recording for the first few episodes of our interlude story live on Twitch. We'll be using the Fist system by Claymore RPGs. Everyone's characters are truly terrifying, and we'd love to have you join us. And I can honestly say, they are truly terrifying. So sit back grab your favorite drink and or snack or maybe you're at the gym which in case work on those gains or saunter along on whatever cardio machine that you appreciate and love and enjoy our latest episode cause and effect part six
2: You know, it's funny, Doctor, that um, it's starting to sound less like you're trying to convince me, and more like you're trying to convince yourself.
3: I'm not sure what you mean, Alex.
2: You couldn't you couldn't answer my question if you wanted to, could you? You don't know a damn thing about what you were doing at that time, do you? You don't remember. You don't remember Bertrand. You don't remember Teresa. You don't remember half the things that I'm at that I've been asking you about. You're just making things up to cover for it.
3: He's going to put his hands up defensively. Like he's not sure if you're going to start swinging at him. He's going to say, "Alex, I can explain." Can you? Well, he pauses to see if you are going to start swinging at him, and if you're not, then he will continue talking. Still keeping his hands up and he says there are things that are different here alex things that i can't account for and i'm trying to figure them out i'm trying to place them in my timeline alex i am dr victory i'm just
4: Not your, Dr. Victory.
2: I would be a a lot more shocked by that if I were not literally working on some parallel universe bullshit for this case that my team's on right now. So, okay. So many things, so little time. Um, What do you remember?
3: From my time? From my Earth? I remember... Everything. Everything that happened before I came here.
4: And what would you say were the big differences? I've I've done a bit of digging and it well it looks like myself here in this timeline lost my powers.
2: See so that that didn't happen to you in your timeline
4: no, in fact i I wouldn't have thought it possible. I haven't quite cracked that yet.
2: Do you have any idea if my Dr M is still here somewhere?
3: That's a good question. I don't believe so. I'm not sure exactly where he is, but I came here, Alex the mindscape I felt an earth calling out to me that needed a doctor victory a call that I felt compelled to answer and then the next thing I knew as I as I stepped through the door I was in a hospital
2: bed when you first saw me you didn't seem terribly phased is there a me where you come from?
3: Of course, there is.
2: As in, like, Victory Lad is Alex Sandowski, or just a Victory Lad.
3: There is a, a Victory Lad.
2: But he's but he's not me. No. All right. That that's not actually, believe it or not, not actually that important to me. Uh, I'm just kind of kind of figuring out what the ground rules are, though a little unsettling. Won't deny. <clears throat> Every time that I come here. With a question, I come away with more questions. And I do not have time to ask them all. Needless to say, I'm furious with you for lying to me. And if I had time to do anything about that, I might. But I don't. So unfortunately, if you can't tell me anything about the Lotus Group, then you're no good to me. So, I'm going to go and I'm going to figure this thing out with my team without your help. If you would like to start making amends for having lied to me, you can figure out anything you can from Dr. M's notes, my Dr. M's notes about what he did with the Lotus Group. What it is that they do. What their, their technique is. Because that might be vital to saving lives
4: right now. See you later, Dr. V.
3: <laughs> he looks like he wants to stop you from leaving. But following your instructions, he doesn't say anything. Um, If you look back, you'd see him sit down in front of the Victory computer and start clicking the ancient keys as he appears to start poring over the data contained within.
2: Meanwhile. <laughs> Your phones just blow up with a bunch of just angry emojis.
3: You receive those. What is the rendezvous point? And I assume this is for all of you to meet up before you go to the uh, the Pi 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 house. Kaz.
0: I think. That makes sense. I mean, I I think Kaz's thought would be, let's reconnect at the dorm and then go our separate ways. Since he will need to
4: trace Trasher's phone before they go to the meetup.
5: Okay, so you find out where they're hiding out. In order for us to make use of it being empty, one of us has to not go with you. Which is... Possibly leaving less people there to stop them from hurting anyone. And second, how are we going to pull off this act without you having to hurt anyone? Those are Lyra's two big points of contention. And the only thing I've really been able to think of in this intervening time is I think Lyra is going to suggest basically that we file that we're doing this action with the academy
4: interesting
5: because if we don't all we're doing is essentially unauthorized vigilante shit with the school's name on our backs which is explicitly something that lyra told leo that she wasn't going to do and the school just went to bat for us so I think in the intermediate time, while like before this meetup happens, while Kaz figures out calling back Asher and Alex goes and does his thing, I think Lyra has compiled basically a report and, a requis- and a, like a requisition request that she took down to the office to give to Leo and the headmaster.:
0: That's a very interesting thought <laughs> that I dig. Yeah, I I think Kaz 100% supports that because those are the exact questions he's been wrestling with. And I think his thought, and he's probably run this by Bethel, is that when he calls Asher back, part of what he's going to make clear are his demands, which are that he is not making his identity clear whatsoever. And in that, he is not willing to use his powers. He is willing to be there for destruction of property. He is willing to be like a party to those types of things. But the way he's going to frame it is he's not going to compromise the fact that he's been infiltrating the Brandt Academy by making a public display of his power and aiding someone who is clearly doing supervillain activities. So he isn't quite sure how he's going to completely avoid doing something bad, but that is definitely his thought process is leaning as heavily on that as he can to limit the damage that he could cause.
5: Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Lyra definitely will uh provide <laughs> provide the masks. I think that she will make that part of the the report and then she will head down to talk to to Leo and the headmaster. And maybe <laughs> Is Clara there? Can I get some therapy to deal with some of these conditions? Can I ask Clara for a hug?
3: I mean, Clara obviously works in the building, but if it's getting close to the time that you were supposed to meet up, or at least close to the time that Kaz was supposed to meet up, outside of the uh, the Pie 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 house, then I'm going to say that is probably left for the day already and is not in her office. However, if you stroll through the like administrative row within Ella's tower, I think you would notice that the Door is open and the light is on in Leo's office.
5: Uh, Lyra will go up and knock and see Let's see if he's uh, amenable speaking.
3: Yeah, you see him sitting behind his desk. He looks a little bit disheveled. He was wearing like a, a sweater vest over a button down with a tie, like a blazer over that. And he's taking the sweater vest off. The tie is loose around his neck just kind of sitting behind his desk, and he has a bunch of paper spread out across in front of him, a glass with like some kind of amber liquid in it, clearly alcohol. Looking around the office, you kind of see what you would expect to see. It's it's fairly sparse, but there are a few photos framed on one wall of him clearly from past like graduation ceremonies, where he is shaking hands with uh, graduates. And there is one photo in particular that kind of has given its own place that shows five clearly teenaged heroes. In fact, I don't even think it's a full photograph. I think it is a newspaper clipping of a bad blurry photograph. You might even recognize it as the world's first introduction to generation h um it was a very poorly rendered camera phone photo that was included in the article that talked about how they defeated the general of the nesh army in province and saved a group of teenagers from being kidnapped off of the planet during the nesh retreat at your knock he would look up from the desk and he would say uh, bethel uh i do for you and sort of see him use his elbow try to nudge the glass of liquor behind like a stack of papers
5: (laughs) um lyra will step into the room and she she's not gonna close the door she's going to not look in that direction she's gonna kind of give him the, the courtesy of pretending that she didn't see it uh and she's gonna say i just wanted to present a plan for an operation that a uh, squad H is going to take tonight in regards to following up on. um, I assume you heard about the incident outside of Powers U. The attack.
3: God, it's in here somewhere. I kind of shuffle some of the papers that he has spread out over his desk.
5: Well, we had an anonymous tip. Somebody, somebody who saw the incident, reached out directly to victory and provided us with a tip that we would like to follow up on i wrote it up and she will hand him basically the plan
4: uh he takes it and he skims it looks up at you and
5: so uh if the fo- if the follow up call and the attempt to trace their location is successful one of us will be attempting to search there of operations while the others go to minimize the actual damage caused. We don't want there to be any damage, but we don't necessarily want to lose this opportunity considering what the, the theory is that their powers could do if they're left to their own devices.
3: This is thorough. This is a lot more than I'm used to getting before a a squad performs an operation. Usually only hear about it after the fact.
5: I I think I think Squad H has some unique circumstances with some of our members.
3: Looks down at his desk in discomfort. You might be right. As much as I wish it weren't the case, probably wouldn't hurt anything to be a little more careful where Squad H is concerned.
5: I think hopefully with enough of these successful. Actions under our belt, we won't have to be.
3: Well, based on based on what I've seen in some reports, looks like Kazimir is well received, at least in social media circles. Even if uh, there's a somewhat confusing misunderstanding in regards to his name.
5: Yes, there is. There is a little bit of um. There is a little co- general confusion there, but you know the people like him, which I think is extremely important. But. It doesn't really matter what the people like if someone's going to come try to slam a bag over his head in the middle of the night.
3: You'd be surprised what good public opinion can do to protect you from black bagging.
5: Either way, I thought this would be the best for now.
3: It's appreciated. I'm glad you made the decision to step into this role. I know it wasn't an easy choice for you.
5: It wasn't a choice, but I think it's what's best for us all.
3: I can appreciate those circumstances, and for what it's worth, he will smile at you warmly and say, you would have had my vote, too.
5: Thank you. I, thank you. I do appreciate that this. That does
3: help. He's gonna shift your labels.
5: Oh. Okay.
3: I don't believe you've removed influence from him, so... Nope. He is going to attempt to shift your savior up and your freak down. He is presenting his very high opinion of you.
5: I don't think she's gonna fight that. Okay.
3: Well... Good hunting.
5: Don't, uh, don't stay here too late.
3: I'm just finishing up. I'm actually more waiting for uh, Mrs. Sobrero. She's wrapped up at the moment with Burke, actually, and the specialist who's attending to them.
5: Oh, right.
3: More her area of expertise than mine.
5: How did the school find this specialist?
3: Uh, are you familiar with Dr. West's work?
5: He's engaged to my sister.
3: I think Leo was unconsciously reaching for the glass and in his shock at you saying that, accidentally knocks it onto the floor where it shatters. Uh, uh, I um, he will look around surreptitiously. And say, would you you like to close the door before we discuss this further?
5: Yes, please. Thank you. And she will will shut it. And she's still not going to sit or anything, but she's going to take a step closer to the desk.
3: That is quite quite the connection.
5: It was. It was a bit of a, a surprise to see him in my family dining room, and then two or so days later, run into him in an the, the elevator. Actually, it just, it was a bit of a surprise for me.
3: Uh, had, I, had I known, I would have tried to give you more of a heads up, but I, I mean, his work speaks for itself. He's the leading expert in his, in his field as near as we could tell, the person with the best chance on earth of being able to help Burke
5: yeah, which is important I know, it's just he doesn't talk a lot about himself and my sister's out of town and I've been told several times I'm a paranoid type of person I just want to know where he came from, is all
3: well, I can tell you some things. I can tell you that he was based out of the West Coast until he came here. He operated out of Archangelis. I believe he was attached to the Powers, Inc. division over there for some time, funding some of his work and his research. Best as I am aware, he only left that work behind to come when we called
5: that helps. It it does.
3: Thank you. My pleasure. I get the sense you're not his... greatest fan. Is there anything I should know about?
5: I don't know all the circumstances, because... I wasn't there, and... they seem happy. My sister was his patient. First. I don't know, maybe I'm just having some issues with him... Just from a personal, ethical standpoint. My family doesn't seem to be concerned. I see. If he's here to help Burke, I don't want to cause problem. I just, you have to understand, it's hard for me to think well of him.
3: Well, the thing is, he's not a medical doctor. He's a geneticist, like my wife.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: so it's possible and I'm giving a lot of grace here when I say this it's possible that while you may have been working with your sister, she wasn't actually his patient in any meaningful medical sense I don't know the circumstances again, I'm not sure to the degree that they were um,
5: no, and I I don't know either it's just one of those things that I can't quite put right in my head, I guess. It's, uh, it's some me problem, I think.
3: Oh, I understand. I,
4: I understand. I don't blame you. I'll keep an eye on him. And he's working closely with Sam, so I'll ask her to do the same. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I do. Um, okay. Um, all of that,
5: <laughs> sorry, all of that, uh, Personal stuff aside, I'm going to let you get back to work, and I'm going to go make sure my squad is ready for our op. All right. Uh,
3: Of course. He stands up from behind the desk, and he's kind of looking down at the broken glass, and he looks over you, and he says, Before you go, would you you mind?
5: Yeah, yeah, I can. And she kind of like does a hand gesture, kind of like a a little circular, just repetitive motion, so that it, like, as if the bottom of the glass, which is usually the thickest part that doesn't break, rolls itself towards the other broken glass and it kind of fuses itself back together.
4: Thank you. suppose the scotch is a lost cause. It's a shame. Not that good. Thank you for the heads up and the heads up. Yeah. All right.
5: Have a good night. And she's going to awkwardly let herself out of
4: the room. She will close the door behind her and just be like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And make her way back to rendezvous in the room. A little bit
3: after Lyra leaves, before Victory gets back, obviously, Kaz, you would uh, hear a little chime from your phone.
4: <laughs> I would say... Download
0: complete. And Kaz would somewhat resignedly say, Hello, Magil. Hello. What do I call you? You can call me Spectral. Spectral. All right. I'm Magil. It's nice to meet you, Magil. We don't have a lot of time right now, so I'm going to say, like, let's put a pin in everything you probably have to explain to me. Uh, I accept the terms and conditions because I'm pretty sure I don't have a choice. So uh, let's just assume I've agreed and move on from that because I need your help.
4: Excellent. You have accepted the terms and conditions.
0: One quick favor. Don't know if you can do this, but before I ask the bigger favor, are there ways for me to not let you have access to everything on my phone?
3: If you want privacy, I can partition a part of your device.
0: Would it have to be a specific app entirely? Or could it be like a subset within the app? I can
3: partition a subset of your device with which you'd be able to do whatever you want.
0: Cool. Uh, We'll figure out exactly what that looks like, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be uh, my text messages.
4: Very well. Please be aware. I will not be able to access any of that information in the case of an emergency.
0: I can live with that right now. Understood. And so, Magil, what I need for you to do now is I'm going to make a call. I need you to get me the location that the caller is coming from.
4: You'd like me to trace the call? Exactly. I should be able to do that, though it may take some time.
0: How long do you need?
4: 30 seconds should suffice.
0: I can definitely give you at least 30 seconds.
4: Very well. Is this a bad person?
0: It's not a great person. So this is a pretty important uh, mission I have you on, Magil. You're doing a great service. That's why I'm here. And so with that, Kaz is going to uh, call Trasher's number again.
3: All right. With uh, Magil... On board, you dial the number again. I will say that a few seconds go by, similar to the last time, and somebody picks up, but this time, it's a woman's
4: voice. It'll say,
3: What do you want?
0: Trashley, I presume? Bone magic, I presume? Sure, we'll go with that. You know, I'm actually glad it was you that picked up. I had a chance to talk with Trasher earlier, but didn't really have a chance to explain myself to you. And honestly, you're the one I want to make sure I'm on the same page with for tonight, because uh, I explained some things to your. Should I should I call him your brother? Because you're the same person, so that's a little that's a little confusing right there.
3: He's not my brother.
0: So, just, uh, we'll just stick with uh, Trasher. Sure. Okay. So, I went over some things with him, and I think we got to an understanding, but I want to make sure we have the same understanding because, as I explained to Trasher, one thing I'm not willing to do tonight is compromise the work that I've been doing these past several months. I've worked really hard to get close to the Brandt Academy, become a part of the squad, go through all of the bullshit tests that I've had to go through so that they trusted me, and I'm not going to let that all fall apart because Trasher needs proof that I am who I say I am. I'm willing to come out tonight, I'm willing to fuck shit up, I'm not willing to show my face, and I'm not willing to use my abilities because both of those things are going to be tied directly to me. And let's just say that I have a much bigger plan than a little bit of petty revenge has to destroy what I've put in place.
3: Oh, I know. I'm the one who convinced him to trust you.
0: Seems seems I, uh, seems I had you wrong there, Trashly. I thought you might be the one that wouldn't understand where I was coming from but I guess we didn't really get a chance to really know each other in the brief window of time we were together
3: well I do kind of know you well not you you but the you from where I'm from and that you I mean that you's the most evil motherfucker there is so I figure if someone's that bad what are the odds that there's a good version of them floating around somewhere.
0: And Kaz is very grateful that this is a phone call and not FaceTime, um, because his expression would clearly telegraph his reaction to hearing that, and the fact that that does shake him a bit, but he just leans into it and says, well, that makes sense. I guess I'll have to see if I can live up to that reputation.
3: Yeah, I mean, don't try too hard. We're just out to punish this guy. Like, we're not talking, you know, genocide or any of your normal stuff. Like, you can tone it down for this.
0: Okay, so slaughtering the entire house, not on the table. I mean, you do you, but
3: the more of a mess you make, the harder it's going to be to hide.
0: That is a valid point. You know, I think I think it probably makes the most sense that I follow your lead and Trasher's lead.
3: Great, that's just what I wanted to hear.
0: One last thing though, given that I do not want my cover to be blown, I don't want you to use my name when we're out there tonight. Don't call me Spectral. I think I have some ideas I'm toying with for the future, but why don't we go with, if you need to refer to me, you can call me Blight.
3: Huh. Didn't think I'd hear that name again. Blight it is.
0: glad we're all on the same page. I'll see the two of you in a few hours. Sounds good. Chang's up. Kaz takes in a few deep breaths and then focuses in on Magil and asks, So how did that trace go?
3: I was able to trace the call, and I
0: have a location for you. That's perfect, Madjul. Uh Hold on to that for a second. Before we go into that, I'm going to make another call real
4: quick. Who are you calling? You know who I'm calling.
3: Okay. We'll cut away from that. Leave that behind. <laughs> Lyra just went down to Leo's office, so we'll cut to Lyra coming back into the suite to
4: reconvene. What are you doing, Lyra? She just kind of
5: opens the door and she kind of calls in. If if Kaz is not standing in the communal area, she'll just kind of announce her presence with a uh, paperwork's
4: done. And she's going to move over to the kitchen to make Make some tea. Tea
3: time. Tea time. Lyra, as you're as you're making the tea, Kaz, your phone, a voice will come from your phone, We'll say, Hello, Magil. Lyra, your phone will answer. Hello, Magil. I'm Magil. Kaz, your phone says, Yes, Magil. I'm also Magil.
5: Lyra's well, just going to say, You making friends, honey?
2: <laughs> I feel like... I feel like this is probably a decent time for <laughs> Alex to, to, to come back through the door, saying something to the effect of, have I mentioned lately that I hate parallel universes?
3: And as you do that, Kaz, your phone will speak again and <laughs> will say, hello, Magil. And it kicks <laughs> off a chorus of hello, Magils <laughs> between your three devices. Hello, Magil. Hello, ma, hello,
0: hello, Magil. I regret my life and choices. You'll get used to it.
5: You'll get used to it surprisingly fast.
0: Also, yeah, Alex, I'm uh, I'm kind of with you right now, but we don't have time to unpack all of that because uh, we do have an address.
2: Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, yeah. Big same. Um. So yeah, yeah. I got nothing. Um. Just
4: more baggage. Mm-hmm. Whew, buddy?
2: Um. So, frat party. That sounds fun.
4: Yeah, speaking
5: of, um, while you were gone, I filed our plan with Leo, so, you know, we are in the clear, should anybody recognize Kaz somehow, and this gets back to Stricker, we have it on the record that this was a plan.
2: I mean, realistically speaking, Stricker is gonna claim that this is some sort of, like, twisted double op, but, you know...
5: But at least we've got we've got our foundation planned. Um, I also talked to Leo a little bit about Glenn without going into all of my suspicions and problems with him. But I was able to confirm uh, that he is a geneticist from Archangelis, and he was apparently able to work with the Powers Inc. division out there. I don't know if that is a point for him as a dead end for us or not.
2: Alex just walks over back over to the, to the community whiteboard and underlines, name is Glenn, suspicious, question mark, several more times.
5: So there's that, at least. He said that, you know, he'll at least keep an eye on him in case he does anything that's suspicious. But for right now, it seems like, you know, he's just here helping Burke. And,
4: you know, as long as he helps them, you can't jeopardize that to them. But... At least someone else is watching him for now, just in just in case. So
5: I guess the question becomes: Who's going with Kaz, and who's going to break in?
0: I I'm thinking, but I I want your thoughts. Obviously, I I think Alex should go with me.
2: I have a different thought. Okay, let me explain my reasoning. Yeah, not that I am not a boss at flip cup but even in civvies there is a chance that someone will recognize me
0: oh no we want we want them to recognize you we want you to break up this party
5: yeah no i don't think the plan is for you to go in and be at the party and break it up i think the hope is that you will come in as if you got a call mm-hmm.
2: i see i see all right uh yeah okay in that case i can do that
5: i think that'll probably be best i can at least assuming they have windows i can get in without leaving a trace behind i may or may not have used that trick before
0: yeah i think that makes a lot of sense it's a good plan oh. a bold strategy mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> see how it plays out for him, cotton <laughs>
3: Alright, so two of you are going to the Pie 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 house, mm-hmm. and one of you is going to the location that uh, Magil will transfer to Magil. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Alright.
5: I, I, will, I will say, this also kind of helps. It, Lyra is more, a little bit more of the scientifically minded that she might be able to recognize some of the stuff they've got going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, uh, though, um, Bethel uh, I don't know, if you're going to be taking some snapshots for, uh, for for later of whatever equipment mm-hmm. they have going on, uh, would you mind sending them to me, too?
4: Yeah.
2: I appreciate it. Um,
4: I've got a, a, a guy working on something for me. Okay. All right, you
3: put your hands in the middle. No. <laughs> you throw them up in the air on the count of three. No. The, no. You throw up the victory at the same time. No go team victory
0: that definitely does
3: not happen
2: (laughs) no lyra
5: gives everyone two pats on the shoulder and uh says good game
2: (laughs) good hustle good hustle (laughs) all
3: right three more you know star transitions later and uh we will jump to a different part of the city we'll jump to we'll jump to a street that would almost look like the suburbs if it wasn't across from a university. We're, we're kind of looking across the street, and uh, there's a bus, and as the bus pulls away, we see Victory and Spectral standing there in full costume, which I guess in Spectral's case, beyond full costume, as you're actually wearing a mask.
0: And none of his usual clothes, so he is dressed in all black, including likely the mask. Because he does not want anything that would tie back to him. And his clothing and hair are not an easy thing to hide or say. Must have been someone else. So yeah, he is trying to look as little like himself as is possible.
2: Hey, Kaz. Um, uh, If things get hairy in there and you need to... Uh, keep up your cred with Trasher and Trashley. Uh, if you needs to lay one on me, we'll do my best to sell it. Um, you can, uh, and I'm, I, I am giving you permission to go hard if you have to to sell it. I will forgive you later.
0: And I think, like with that, Kaz is just like, I. I appreciate the offer, and I will definitely use it. I think it's going to be you on selling that buddy, uh, (laughs) because I'm just saying I don't exactly have the kind of strength to put behind a punch. But if you're willing to sell it, I'm willing to try.
2: I mean, I mostly—I mean, I know you're not really using your powers or anything. But you know, if things get hairy in there and you need to use your powers uh, to keep your cred. Trasher and Trashly, uh, then you know, you you have my permission to, to to lay me out if you gotta do it.
0: I'll keep that in mind.
3: Also, lay when on me <laughs> commonly refers to kissing. So <laughs> fanfiction authors out yes, there. Yes, actually. Have does fun it? With that.
2: Sure does.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I'm gonna be <laughs> gonna be checking the AO3.
2: I. Okay, alright. Well, I was actually <laughs> Out of character, un- unaware of that.
0: <laughs> Not a problem. So
2: yeah. it's a good slip-up.
0: <laughs> yes, let's keep it.
2: Cool. Yes. All right. <laughs> if you uh, need to establish your street cred, just, make just it right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just break out. It's fine. Right. <laughs> I mean, I. You know, it's a party that happens.
3: It's true. I like I like the moment of confusion for spectral yes. before he figures it out. <laughs> As our perspective shifts. You look across the street to a house, which was or is a very nice house. It's very large. It's very sizable. However, it's seen better days. There are, you know, it's generally just the sides of it have not been cleaned in quite some time. There is, you know, a couch sitting out on the front lawn and like a bathtub also, although Even from across the street, you can tell that that bathtub is filled with ice and there are beverages inside of it. And there are three Greek letters over the doorway that indicate to you that this is, in fact, the tri Pie house. (laughs) And there are people filtering in. There are people sort of filtering out, milling around on the front lawn. You can hear loud music. You can see, you know, people moving inside. What are you going to do?
0: Well, I will say, I think Kaz would have made sure that they got off the bus a few stops before so that they could split up. So I think from Kaz's perspective, you know, he knows that he has Alex kind of tailing him and he's just looking for the trash twins uh, at our rendezvous point. I think you do spot
3: them standing on the front lawn. You kind of see them wander over to the bathtub they are not in the costumes that you saw them in before, the sort of like matching school uniform deals they're dressed very casually and you see Ashley Trashley reach down and pull out two beverages she keeps one for herself gives the other one to Trasher. neither one of them appears to have spotted you
0: and I think with that Kaz just walks up Doesn't initially react to the fact that they're in his presence whatsoever and just grabs a beverage of his own and takes a long sip and then looks at the two of them and says, So, are we doing this? Trashy, I think, sort of
3: snorts into her beer. You're not exactly unobtrusive.
0: Was that the idea?
3: to be an obtrusive. I mean, I think people are going to start wondering why somebody in a ski mask wearing all black is at this party. That could cause a panic. People will run, might even call the authorities, and we will have essentially wasted our night. Then I guess we better get a move on before that happens. She shrugs, says, fine with me, let's go. And she starts heading inside of the house, as you move to follow, Trasher's going to grab your arm. He looks uncomfortable. A little apprehensive, and he says, hey, hey, man, um, she, uh, she told me uh, about you, and uh I just want to be clear, this is, like, I, I just want to, like, scare someone. I I don't want you to, like, kill everyone here. Or uh or anything like like that. Okay? I mean she's he looks after trashly who's walking away. She, she is pretty uh hardcore, but I but I'm um I'm I'm just trying to get even. And I think with
0: that Taz just kind of lowers his gaze to where Trasher is holding him and then looks back up at him with a look of disdain at even being touched by him um, and says, like I told Trashley, I'm going to follow your lead. Seems like murder's off the table and I'm okay with that. Whatever you want to do, I'm just here to help. But I would not... Put your hand on me again. Understood.
3: He'll release it pretty much immediately and say, "Uh, yeah, uh, sorry.
0: Apology accepted. Let's raise some hell.
3: If you'd like to keep up with us and what we're up to, you can follow us on Twitter, at LiveFromTheApoc, Instagram and TikTok at Live from the Apocalypse, or join our Discord community, which will be linked in the description down below. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, feel free to give us a good rating and follow us on your podcatcher of choice. Leave a review if you're so inclined, it really does help us out so much. The donation link to our First Nations Development Institute fundraising campaign can also be found in the description if you'd like to help support Indigenous communities. Join us for the live recordings of Academy H every other Sunday or any of our many other ongoing live-streamed campaigns that happen throughout the week over at twitch.tv LiveFromTheApocalypse. For all this information and more, check out LiveFromTheApocalypse.com. As always, nothing we do would be possible without your support, and we appreciate you so much. Until next time. Academy H is edited by Will Malkus, with music and sound effects from Epidemic Sound. Character art by at OxyBellasDraws on Twitter and Instagram. You said <laughs> nothing. Oh, uh, oh
2: not, yeah, I, no, said,
5: nothing. I said, I uh, said, not kink shaming, just kink asking why.
2: <laughs> pretty sure I nailed it. I'm pretty sure I nailed it. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm happy I can give that to you. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that I <laughs> nailed it. Uh huh.